deep diving masculine feminine creativity to take your masculine leadership to the next level welcome brother to consciousness and leadership the podcast for truth seeking souls i'm ghost cat blood and today i am pumped to be bringing on a potent as fuck soul brother who is doing some very like really powerful energetic work for the masculine when it comes to creativity and embodiment of your inner artist which i truly believe every single one of us has so we're going to dive deep into this and link it to consciousness and leadership and expansion and relationships and all these things that i know you love so that's going to be the theme we're going to kick off with and then knowing this man we are going to flow we're going to end up on some tangents i'm sure and it's going to be divinely beautiful so strap yourself in i am excited to bring on my soul brother eddie graham from the brothers of light podcast and movement welcome eddie mm, thank you brother deeply received is i'm so so pumped to be on uh, the, the already deep dive flows we've already done together is like so juicy. So <laughs> I can't wait to expand uh, into this podcast with you. It's a, uh, it's a pleasure. It's such a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I know we've had some pretty, pretty uh, epic <laughs> signal there. back and forth uh, about some crazy stuff. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see about some of that comes out here. I can truly say for the men out there that, you know, Eddie is one of the most, open conscious masculine souls that I have in my field and I have a lot of masculine souls in my field when it comes to just being open to dimensions and like what is beyond the fifth dimension and like what happens when we start going to past present and futures and some of these really expansive thoughts that we're starting to remember um so yeah I just want to honor you brother for your consciousness. It's, it's really a pleasure to have you not only on my phone, but on the podcast um, and soon to be in person as well. Mm -hmm. Big time. No, thank you for seeing me, brother. It's, uh, it's equal. You know, I see you as such a, a powerful creator. So to be able to co-create together in this way is like, oh yeah, like, what are we going to make? You know, what's going to, what's going <laughs> to happen here? So that's, it's juicy. Yeah. It's really juicy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just as a little preview for you brothers out here in Western Canada, um, keep your eye on both our Instagram feeds. We've got some really potent collabing going on when it comes to creativity and light portals and all of this cool stuff. So make sure you jump on over to Eddie's Instagram, give him a follow, send him a DM, tell him what you loved about this episode. And on that, on that note, Eddie, I'd love it if you just share for the brother out there who may not know you or someone who wants a bit of a refresher, a little mm. bit about your vision and the Brothers of Light. Mm, thank you, bro. Yeah. Um, well, I'm the co-creator of the Brothers of Light. Uh, we began just about a year and a half ago, although it initially began when I went out to Sacred Sons, a uh, big men's convergence, about 100 men out there out in the California desert. And uh, I was just coming out of this deep dive shadow work, gestalt shadow work. And I was really raw. Like I was really activated, so clear. And uh, I took a, a breather and stepped outside and uh, looked around. I only saw one man at this fire and I felt drawn in. I was like, okay. And I went towards him 
And uh, it was Peter and he and I have been the creators of the Brothers of Light ever since. You know, it's that moment when you look at someone, you're like, right, we have a contract together. <laughs> There's something powerful here. And we were just so open at that retreat and men's work has changed our lives dramatically, you know, in our ability to really offer ourselves creatively, to really, you know, allow divinity to flow through us, to hold space, to allow our inner feminine and masculine to really come on board and harmonize with other men and allow each other to be seen. I mean, it's been nothing short of like just pure magic, you know, and just allowing that to unfold. Uh, you know, we've created retreats from that. We've done uh, weekly free men's group calls. If, you, if any man feels called, we do tons of breath work, tons of guided meditation, uh, tons of, of art, <laughs> no surprise. And uh, just allowing ourselves to feel because feeling is healing. And uh, to know that we have everything within us to create the most powerful life and uh, to really resource that and to be seen in that is, is life-changing, which leads to world-changing experiences. So that's been really huge. And uh, I work with children pretty full time. Um, I really love connecting to the inner child within adults. So to be able to connect with children in their raw purity um, allows me to dive in more with coaching with, with adults as well. So that's been powerful. And just to allow myself to play, you know, like how much are we, we're so go, go, go. And just to allow myself to be in that state of receptivity and also be in that direct action and, and create those containers for play to unfold, for imagination to bloom uh, has been really big. Uh, I'm also a muralist, uh, live art painter. I'm a Reiki master, really involve myself in the energetics um, involving color frequency, involving uh, bioenergetics, um, quantum mechanics, all of that. Like I just really embed that into who I am and allow that to be a symphony of movement and expression and, and activation and allow myself to not uh, just plateau at a certain point just and just evolve and grow and know that we're limitless beings, you know? So um, all of that together really combines into a very creative life, which, um, you know, took a lot of bravery, but I think that that's where a lot of creativity lies is, is being brave, even when it's uncomfortable and to feel our edge. And uh, it's been beautiful to, to be there, you know, and to allow that to be present for, everyone in my life. So it's, uh, it's been a pleasure <laughs> and always growing, you know, so uh, that's a bit about me for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boom. I know there's many directions that we could flow from, from here. Sure. <laughs> I feel like the things you touched on have could be a podcast in the, in their own, but <laughs> the truth. I, I want, I want to explore mm -hmm. this knowing that you and I have talked about before of, of this knowing that we are pure infinite source expressing ourselves down here in this seemingly dense you know this more dense environment where we get to create and we get to play and we get to love and we get to release the you know the illusion of suffering and come to know our souls and this is such a this is such a big topic right now for men as they continue on their journey to remembering who they are and this coming into this knowingness that they are an infinite creator God. And we are just peeling back the layers to remember what is already there. So with that context in mind, I would love to know, like, when was the first time 
you really tapped in consciously and were like, holy shit, like I'm pure source energy. Like I'm pure God expressing. That's a beautiful question. Um, it really makes me feel into the aspect of remembrance, you know, remembering our true sovereignty, remembering our true divinity. And, you know, throughout my life, that's come in beautiful waves, you know, it's a way that I would express it. Uh, whenever I was free to create what I wanted, I felt limitless and I felt like I peeled back the layers of my conformity and I reached deeper into a truer, a more, a more true essence of myself in those moments. And honestly, for me, at least that comes down to, uh, you know, creating arts, you know, whenever I'm doing that, I am God expressing myself visually to God and back and forth and back and forth. And it's a visual um, expression, a, a visual conversation together. So in that way, I come back home to myself in those remembrances, in those moments of like feeling into the paint and feeling into the writing and how it activates my senses and how it creates a stronger intuition, which allows me into tapping more into life around me and to really feeling into the fact that this is, there's more than this. There's way more than this. There's so many dimensional levels. There's so much like quantum parallel versions of ourselves happening at once. And there's a whole guidance team wanting and, and desiring to communicate with us. And in these moments of epiphany, or I would call them flow states, I've really activated more of that, um, of that connection, of that conversation, you know, whether it's when I was really young, you know, I used to go outside and I used to breathe really deeply and all of a sudden the wind would pick up and I felt like I was breathing with Gaia and I was communicating with her. Or, you know, I was doing a, I remember when I was like four to five years old and I created the color purple for like the first time. Like I really, you know, that moment when I created, um, I put up a bunch of red and then it dripped down and it fell and, and, and poetically fell into this like really juicy blue. And then it, and I spread it across and I made this other color. And I, and in those moments, I was like, whoa, I am the creator of my reality. You know, like I can't, I can create anything I want. And it feels far beyond just this, this physical uh, manifestation. It feels like it's further than this. I feel like I'm tapping into something that's beyond even words. And, you know, whoa. So, so I made it a lot of my life mission as a child to really be activated in that and to, to speak from that place, regardless if I was made fun of or if that seemed too out there. Um, and to know that there was something of infinite intelligence that was communicating through me. And it was, it was blissful and it was powerful. And at times really rough because it exposed a lot of truths. And at times, you know, I didn't want to look at that, but it exposed me to the fact that there was growth there, that there was a, that there was a level of expansion there. And there comes the level of uh, dedication to expansion. So yeah, I guess, I guess really that came down to really being young and being allowed to be creative of being allowed to feel and not being told that that's weak as a man or as a boy and to just like shut up and just like go do that over there because we're uncomfortable about your sensitivity. But I was celebrated for my sensitivity. And now I realize it's such a leverage um, in that way. But, you know, I'm very, I'm very blessed 
And I think that it's really important to allow people to be wild and weird and, and to release old stuck energies and be free beyond the box and to know that there is no fucking box. And that we can be, we can go into the furthest forest depths of feeling and self-realization and self-discovery as we wish to. And that's our God sovereign, right? Boom. <laughs> a lot in, a lot in there again i knew this a would be this there, would be yeah. an awesome podcast i know we've been going <laughs> back and going back and forth for a while to to, yeah. to line up a time and tee it up but mm-hmm. yeah that's an that uh, was an absolute transmission and yeah thank you it's mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of brothers out there who are listening who mm-hmm. perhaps you know started off creative as as many kids are as i was as you were and then really didn't have this space, whether it was from their environment or their parents or, you know, traumas that they, they picked up where that creativity really, you know, was largely shut, shut off. And, you know, many of the brothers out there will be looking at creativity from the more masculine perspective. Like how do you create within sport, you know, within hockey or baseball, or how do you create within these ways? So what would you say to these men who you know, may have a, at this time at least, a somewhat limited perception of creativity? They might feel it stifled. They don't draw. You know, I can't paint. I could never do that. Like, what do you say to this man? And like, what is that going to do for his leadership, for him to become more in touch with his creativity? That's a really good question. I love that question. That's something that I was really diving into for the past couple of years for myself because, you know, truly delayering the whole construct that, you know, it's, it's mostly the, just the feminine. I mean, there's the feminine within us, but the feminine women are the primary creatives. I believe that we are all equally creative in our own unique way, you know, and I'll, I'll touch more on that involving implicit creativity versus, versus explicit as you brought up for me, which is so beautiful. Um, but there is something really important to note that psychologically around the age of, you know, 10, 11, 12, uh, comparison traps and judgment really starts to come on board. And before that, we're, we're pretty much in our own world, uh, discovering our own way. And, and truly, it's, it's, a, it's powerful to remember to the fact that uh, when we're young, we all know that we're creative and we all know that we're just this all-powerful being. And then through a lot of conditioning and, uh, and, and through the viewpoint, perhaps from Western culture and family, you know, they believe that certain things are, deserve precedence over these creative aspects, even though this creativity helps shape us into what we want to do, our mission, our purpose. So it's really important to nurture that. Um, yeah, so... I'm just taking a sacred pause if you want to edit this part, but mm. feel it, feel it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let me see. So I, I'm, I'm just really, I'm really curious to know a little bit more around, you know, this man, this man out there, this brother out there, he's listening, you know, he's probably, you know, his twenties, thirties, forties and, he's ready to, he knows there's something there about creativity. You know, we're talking about it. This is something that, you know, you've shown me just by being, you know, being in your field and following your Insta that there's limitless power and limitless potential within your creativity. And so many men out there are 
feeling like we are in that box and you know they're you're start you're starting to see the shedding of jobs and there's something more more and more men are talking about purpose and passion and vision how does cre- how does activating creativity tie into all of that well creativity is is so foundational because it it implies that vision is so important for everything you know having the ability to have imagination to allowing us to the fact that imagination and vision and and feeling our feelings into what is called for this moment creates direct action and this actually makes me want to flow a little bit more into the feminine in in women involving their creativity and the masculine and for the feminine um there's this coin term called implicit creativity uh which in, in term implicit means clear and flowing and just and just natural and effortless like it just is creativity if you really look at a woman just the way that she moves and flows just is whereas for a man uh it's explicit which is more direct it's more revealed there's no question its intent is obvious so you know when you think of a man who's perhaps he's a he's a football player you know and he just got the ball and he's running towards you know to to the end of the field and he does a spin move out of the blue and it's completely off the cuff and he's allowing his creativity to move. Um, and then that allowed for the whole team to win. You know, that's allowing his his balance of direct action and explicit creativity, which is inherently more of a masculine sense of creativity and just this inner knowing this implicit part of him, the the, the feminine part to flow as well. And, you know, it's so critical to know that, you know, we were, we were born creators. We were born artists that life is art. And the fact that we can move with art and remember this allows us to remember to the fact that we are infinite creators and to know that there is no such, no such thing as a box, that all of that is, is, is really just a construct. And the more that we reach out of that, the more that we realize, like, I can, I can do anything I want, you know, within this heart, this, within this expansion, within my, within my connection with relationship and how relationship connects with my, my, my vision and my mission and how family and how showing up to the world is showing up to myself and how that all bridges together. And that all comes down to embracing our fears and knowing that, you know, it's not about getting rid of emotions. It's not about suppressing emotions. It's not about denying fear. It's about utilizing fear as a tool, as a guide to bring ourselves back home to ourselves so we can get to know ourselves more, to know that what is our unique blueprint of creativity that we were born with? And do we have the courage and the bravery, the warrior heart to explore what that is for us? And to know that just because you haven't made bank on you know like physical money or whatever quite yet on it doesn't mean that it's not worthy you know and and the more that we believe that in order for myself to show up as a man in this world that to be a provider like i have to make all this money as a creative person uh right off the bat it actually brings us away from creativity but if we do it because we fucking love it then it's going to bring out the natural abundance that is residing within us you know it gets out of the construct of i have to be xyz as a man as a creative person and i could just be in it and i could just allow it to flow and it takes a lot of strength and a lot of activation within us and a lot of awareness and courage to explore those depths and to bring that up to the open, up to the surface, you know, because 
you know, we, we all run deep, you know, the moment that we keep exploring that more and more and more and, uh, and to not neglect ourselves and to know that, you know, we are so important to the evolution of consciousness and moving through these dimensions. And it comes down to being tethered to both consciousness as a man and being tapped into the ever-present moment at the same time. And to me, that is extremely artful. If you can do that with mixing with breath, you can move through any chaotic storm, you know, anything the feminine might bring up, anything that your inner feminine is, is longing for and reacting from, you can be that present state. And it comes with that with ideas, you know, with creativity comes in and it's coming in hot and there's, there's something that wants to be birthed. Are you willing to be present enough? Are you willing to breathe with that idea and allow it to flow in? And if that idea is not yours, are you brave enough to let it go? at the same time? Are you, are you brave enough to not hold that and let that move through you and out of you in the right way at the right time? Mm-hmm. I love it. So I'd, I'd love for you to share a couple of what I like to call the tactical, practical tools or techniques. Like what can this brother out there who is saying, yeah, Eddie, like this is great. This sounds amazing. Like I'm ready to get in the fire. I'm ready to upgrade. I'm ready to take my creativity. But we know that there can be a lot of blocked up resistance or trauma that's really preventing him from exploring this, this side of his activation of his consciousness. Like, yeah. What are some things you'd, you'd suggest? And maybe you can give a little sneak peek of some of the plans that you've been concocting up for, for this event that we're going to be bringing forth in person in the next little while. Yeah, just, just show us your wild side. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right about the wild side. I think it, it really is about moving any stuck energies, any energies that are not uh, not ours, any advertisements, anything like that, because there's so much that is being programmed <laughs> outside of us and we can really absorb a lot of that. So, you know, being aware of just what is not ours is, is really critical. And to even be sensitive enough to really be aware of that involves um, some movement. You know, there's a lot of men that I had on my podcast as well, the Brothers of Light podcast, where there was a lot of primal flow, you know, like actually just getting outside of the comfort zone and maybe playing a song that's really just like warrior-esque or just activating and just getting down to that like rah, raw sense, you know, <laughs> and getting back to that, that wildness and, and allowing ourselves to shake. You know, just as a dog gets out of cold water and shakes, it's, it's, it's kind of like the energy of shaking off anything that just needs to get off, you, you know, to be clear, to be, to be a clear transmission. So what I would recommend is having a, note, a notepad and a pen or a pencil, uh, maybe some oil pastels if you're willing to go there. And, uh, and put on a really just like fun activating song, you know, and whether you're with a partner, that's great. That's awesome. Or you're just with yourself, whatever matters, um, whatever it means to you uh, for, to activate yourself and give yourself some space and really just begin to jump up and down, do some deep breathing and get into the body because all this is about get, you know, there's so much getting outside of the body, thinking in the future, thinking, 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 thinking. Let's get back into the heart, back into the body and start moving and start shaking, start dancing, start remembering, start, start being in the actual vessel that we're born to be in. And there will be magic that comes through at times. There'll be ideas that'll be flowing all of a sudden because you allowed yourself the, the container for that. 
if anything, it's, I, I often view this kind of thing as like the frame and the art. So like you created the space and the time you've carved it out of your day, even if it's like five minutes, you know, or even fuck it, like 30 seconds just to do this, just to shake it off, get wild, get out of the judgment, self-judgment and, uh, and to move with that and allow yourself to, to flow with your emotions. And, uh, and if your partner's there, you know, that's a great opportunity to just like be present with her or, you know, whoever you're attracted to and just like, you know, spin them around and be there and uh, it allows for you to be even more activated in the present moment. So that's always been a really juicy one. I do that one every morning, uh, usually like, a um, you know, purified water right off the bat, do some breath work, get really active in the body, you know, sun gaze, get that, get that solar reaching movement into the body mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. uh, and start um, creating some space. And um, for me, color is, is fucking huge. Um, I'm all about uh, how does color activate us and what does the frequency of color uh, feel within the body? So I might wear a certain color that I want to become activated by. Uh, for exist, uh, for example, gold, you know, gold is actually a really masculine color. Uh, silver is considered more of a feminine. And whenever I wear gold, like I'll, I'll wear like a, a gold onk uh, necklace that I love and it invites the energy of the sun. You know, it calls in my authority, my empire, my self-confidence, my aliveness, my wealth, illumination, abundance, you know, my healthy ego, a sense of overcoming, a sense of kingship. So when I wear that and I move with that, I'm allowing it to expand. Like I, I literally feel like I'm moving off anything that says not you're not that and allows for more space for um, that truth to reside in me and to, and to fulfill me. And then I can move into the rest of my day just locked in that. And I might actually do some eye gazing in the mirror after that, just confirming that and breathing that in. And uh, I'll stare into my left eye, which is my receiving eye and, uh, and speak my truth to myself. So there's, there's many different ways, you know, and automatic writing is a great way, which uh, automatic writing is just literally um, not really planning what you're going to say and just writing down whatever is just like flowing, just whatever's automatic. Um, some people might even call that channeling, just whatever that means to you. And uh, it feels really good. And you'll even surprise yourself, you know, like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't expect that. Um, just allowing yourself that moment or, uh, or expressing that openly to, in the woods, you know, just being talking to nature, communicating with nature and allowing and listening to nature call back to you. So, you know, if you don't feel like you have a space to really do that yet, um, you can go and drive out or walk out into nature. And uh, often I'll, you know, if I have any extra energy in my body, what's really important for me is not to hold on to it and then find somebody who's a, rather a victim and, and just project that onto them, but to be able to have a healthy outlet. And, um, you know, I might find like, you know, some old, um, some old wood or whatever, and I might smash it on the ground. I might stomp my feet. I might get really intense and then I'll do some breathing and then I'll shake it off, you know? So, um, however you wish to do it, but, um, everybody's going to do it in their own unique way. And it's, it's fun. It's supposed to be about being fun. You know, we get so caught up in, ah, I didn't do this right. Or like this intensity, this perfectionism. And if we look around, nature is imperfect and it's beautiful for, for being not perfect. You know, every single flower that we look at is some are drooped over to the side, some are really upright and we love its diversity. So why aren't we celebrating our own innate diversity? And why aren't we celebrating more of our ever-changing 
aspects of ourselves or ever growing aspects. And by, and allowing ourselves to do that is, is through these practices, you know, these uh, ancient future technologies uh, that we only need, we don't need to buy anything to do that. We just need a little bit of time and a moment with ourselves, you know, just a presencing with ourselves. And therefore, if we could do that, we can celebrate um, others around us having their experience and not label them as too much or overbearing or walk away, but we can be there. We could be more present with that. Yeah. Yeah. I love everything in there. I think this is a good time to, to just flow in a slightly different direction um, with something you said there of, you know, like why, why aren't we doing these things? Why aren't we mm. treating everyone as unique? Why aren't we doing these things? So Mm-hmm. To that, I would ask, because I know you're, you're a bit of a deep diver when it comes to like what's actually happening in the world and politics and the dimensions and stuff. Like what, like how, how have we gotten to this point now where the Great Awakening is starting and people are, men are starting to wake up to their creativity, but what's really, like what's really preventing men from that next level? Mm, I'm going to breathe into that one. My personal opinion is that, you know, we've been caught in this rat race for so long into believing that our worth is generated on this, this nine to five into this grind, you know, and what I love about being a man and, you know, the masculine within feminine women is this like, yeah, I'm going to go do that, you know, like this sense of like gusto to create. Uh, but you know, when, when it's, when it's repetitive, um, when it becomes this like day in, day out, when it becomes groundhog day, uh, your sense of inspiration and your creativity dwindles and your sense of, I wish to, you know, utilize this energy, this sacred energy to change the world. And we start looking at more of the time clock and less out of the fact that like this energy that we have within us is, is not only eternal, but within our human body, you know, it, it can dwindle really fast if it's not directed towards something that we believe in, that we have integrity in. So when we have this, like, you know, we've just, we've kind of surrendered to this kind of repetitive job that we know we could do better in, but we've kind of gone into this complacency aspect. Uh, we lose a lot of our fire, a lot of our drive. And if a lot, if, if men really, decided to to move more into what made them feel alive and activate their hearts and and move more into that that knowing that their edge in that is a growth experience and then that's powerful and not necessarily move that away then then we would have a great rising a grand rising and we are that's the thing like we really are but if we all did that at once like this game you know this matrix be over <laughs> we'd all get up and be like right <laughs> i don't uh i don't necessarily need this anymore because i think that there's this there's an attachment you know there's an energetic attack attachment there's an emotional attachment there's this sense of worthiness connected to that there's a sense of um you know if i make it to this level that i'm gonna feel free there's this aspect i feel within the masculine that that creates freedom and i think that that's absolutely beautiful uh but if we do it in a direction that is rather um based on an unhealthy ego and on, on an aspect then we're going to realize that it's not where it's it's the journey not the destination 
you know, mm. and a lot of us seem to give up halfway through that as well, just because it's, it's such a grind because we're going against our soul, you know, we're going against what our soul came here to do. So we're going to meet resistance and we're going to, we're going to become really, um, really upset. Like, you know, we're going to, we're going to feel off because we're actually out of alignment. And I think what I really care about with supporting men is really accessing their innate gifts to reach this Cidic state, you know, because a lot of us are living off of a shadow frequency uh, because we believe that this certain method is the only method. And we just haven't seen there, there, there's so many other ways <laughs> to explore who we are. And, um, you know, if you haven't seen that before, if you don't know that you just don't know. Right. So that's fair. Like we've all been there. Um, and then all of a sudden our idea of reality can shift. And when it does, then, then our consciousness, then our energetics, then we start seeing reality in a new way. And uh, I believe that the powers that be um, that are kind of moving through and directing this, this, uh, this matrix system, uh, it's really hard to control that <laughs> when people wake up to that. So there's a lot of agendas and it, you know, it takes a lot of, of courage and self-awareness to be able to see through the veil. And I really feel like accessing sounds and tones and feeling into these different levels of frequency and getting out of the repetition and out of that, like, you know, this is just the way it is uh, sort of mindset allows us to feel this freedom that I feel men crave so much. So we're moving more towards that um, in a healthy, empowered way. And it, there's going to be a lot of breakdown to break through because, it, you know, it's not going to be, oh, I've, I've been lightened now and now it's all easy. Like it's a never ending process. You know, you're going to face like some epicness. <laughs> That's like, you know, your own journey. But I think it's really important to know, brothers, that you're not alone you know, that, that the men's wor work world and the brothers of light and New Earth Masculine and Sacred Sons and all these different aspects are here for you uh, because we've been there. We are you, uh, you know, and we're all navigating this, this sense of, of, uh, of love that has been residing within us, that is wanting to be awakened, that wants an outlet, you know, like we, we, we do the best that we, that we know, right? And I feel like all of us want to move with our heart and, eventually it's, it's, it can get really, really intense if we don't know how to do that, how to let it out healthily and it become really, really unhealthy and it become sometimes abusive, you know? So to have a healthy outlet to express with each other as brothers about our pain, our angst, um, all of that and be transparent allows us to have that space to, to have clarity and to have accountability so that we could step even further out of it together and, uh, and see new higher versions of ourselves that are waiting for us to witness them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Lot, lots of goodness in there as well. Yeah, I'd love to just, just hear from you before we wrap up, which I'm sure will be a multi-parter over, <laughs> over the, over the coming months because we yeah. can weave and wine, but I'd love to just hear from you. Like what, like, what are you experiencing in terms of the unfolding in this world? Like, what are you feeling? What are you seeing? Lots of, lots of, there's just a lot of stuff out there. Men out there are experiencing the mainstream. They're experiencing the fears of their families and of their jobs and the control and the constriction. And a lot of these brothers are, are opening up to what we've talked about, the different dimensions, spirit guides, all these things. So, like, what is your energetic update on what's happening right now for the man who's listening? Mm, great question as well. 
Um, well, I can only speak for my own self and the brothers around me, but for, um, for what I've been feeling and witnessing and, you know, of course, within my own self, because like, we're all so interconnected, you know, this is, we're all in this together, uh, is the fact that, you know, we're, we're leaning more into the aspect of vulnerability being courage. And, and Brene Brown talks a lot about it. And uh, she was really a, an important one for me back in the day uh, when I actually joined this group called the Vulnerability Challenge. And we just showed up and we just expressed our truths. And that was really a beginning for me. Uh, but anyways, I'm just seeing more and more of that, more of the courage to sit down uh, with our partner or even with our children or with our parents and just being like, you know, Boom. And that, and that openness um, has really created massive ripplings of intergenerational healing, you know, because I truly feel that the moment that we communicate with ourselves, we be honest with ourselves, we be truthful with ourselves about either a pain or a pleasure or just something that's, that's true with ourselves, we, we gain more confidence and we gain more transparency and more integrity within ourselves. And I feel like that works um, you know, galactically that moves through our actual family lines. Uh, those who have passed on the ancestors helps that helps with the future generations unfolding helps with our star family expanding, you know, like all of it is so linked together. And, and the more that we move out of the aspect that, you know, as men, we have to suppress our feelings or that they're weak or whatever in this old dialogue, this old paradigm dialogue falls away and we realize that we gain more access to freedom and pleasure and, and ecstasy and and we truly get to show up as the kings that we've always desired uh, from feeling then then truly it creates massive waves of of uh, of expansion and the more that we can do that for ourselves the more that women will feel safe with us and I feel like that's what's happening. I feel like there's a heroes gamos um, unifying happening across the planet. I feel like more people are accessing more of their, their divine partnerships as I've experienced, as you have, uh, et cetera, from this ability to, to know thyself and to really be a space holder for the feminine and to allow them to feel safe and to lean into us and to know that we are unwavering. And even if we do, it, we'll be honest and we'll be there. We're, we're trustworthy. You know, this aspect of trust is really starting to build as we truly need fucking warriors to show up. You know, we've been, we've, everybody's starting to, to break down and to realize, and there's, and it can seem like chaos to one dimension, but it could seem like opportunity to another. And for, for many of us, this has been a profound opportunity for those who have been doing the work, who've been really leaning in through discomfort and breaking through into self-realization and to realizing that our emotions are superpowers, that emotions are just energy in motion. And they're allowing us to become more activated and, um, and to allow everyone, including men, women, children, elderly to feel like they have a protector, like they have someone that could stand up for them for what is not right. And there's a lot of injustice in this world. There's a lot of injustice of what is happening. There's a lot of fear campaigns. And for those who say, no, I will stand for what is right, for what is just for all, not just myself, but for everyone, we allow the permission slip for other men to do the same and to realize that that is truly an aspect of divine sacred masculinity that is that has been dormant, that is awakening right now. And I feel like it's it's rising faster and more more epic than ever before, you know, like this this 
King Arthur energy, this, you know, Knights of the Round Table energy, as you felt, I'm sure, um, is really becoming stronger. And, and now women are truly feeling more open and feminine, and we're feeling more of a balance, more of a harmony um, together now. So as much as there is seemingly so much chaos, it needs to happen. There needs to be darkness that needs to come up to the surface. It needs to be seen. It needs to be witnessed. It needs a conscious witness. And men are beautiful at being the witness of, of so much emotion and so much unfolding. And, and here we are embracing that. As, uh, as an integral part of this, uh, this grand awakening. It's amazing. And uh, it's such a pleasure to be a part of it. It's such a pleasure to be here in this now moment and to choose to be on earth and to be uh, an example in my own unique way and to know that I don't know anything, but I also know that I stand for truth and I stand for justice and I stand for integrity and I stand for, for love deeply. Mm, that was beautiful, brother, and perfect place to end it. You stand for love deeply as all of us do, who are truly just committed to this journey towards unity consciousness through the activation of our masculine leadership. I'd love to just hear from you. How can the man who's listening, the brother who's listening, follow along if he'd love to stay in your field and energy, Eddie? Mm, appreciate you, brother. I just want to say... Thank you for providing this this sacred container for for all of us to flow and to express from our heart. It's uh, it means the world, you know. It's I, I you know I feel like podcasting, at least in my life, is is like a blank canvas, and all of a sudden we've created this beautiful masterpiece by the end of it. So mm -hmm. I'm just appreciating you so much and for seeing me and for allowing me the space to really express. And uh, for those who really uh, connected with me, who want to hear more about me, to flow with me, uh, I love conversing, I love deep diving, and I love allowing ourselves to feel and to express and to know that that is so therapeutic. So um, you, can re, uh, you can reach me at Art Heart Eddie, so A-R-T-H-E-A-R-T-E-D-D-Y on Instagram. And I'm just building up my website right now. It's eddiegram.com. And I'll be creating tons of beautiful courses on how to activate your full creative potential and, uh, and Hero Gamos uh, Union, uh, Relational Alchemy, Accessing the Inner Child, all that juicy stuff <laughs> is going to be on there. There'll be memberships. Uh, Brothers of Light will be, will be collaborating and growing all the time. So we're going to be doing um, retreats in Canada for the BC brothers, uh, as we have been talking about, uh, which is so epic and so beautiful and so needed. And uh, there'll be more retreats happening in the US as well. So for any US brothers listening. And uh, once again, if there's any brothers that really feel called or know a brother who, uh, who is really desiring that connection, we have Brothers of Light calls every Monday at 4.44 p.m. PST time. And uh, anyone is welcome to be seen, heard, and loved. So uh, yeah, thank you. That's, uh, it's such a blessing to serve. It's such a blessing to show up and, uh, and to provide those safe spaces. Awesome. Thank you, brother. And for all of you who are listening out there, you'll find all of Eddie's stuff in the show notes. This has been great. If you're not subscribed, Definitely subscribe, Consciousness and Leadership, the podcast for truth-seeking men. I am Ghost Cat Blood, and I'll see you in a future episode. Be blessed. Mm, blessings.